That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Business groups are putting the pressure on lawmakers to intervene. There's a pending railroad strike that could be coming up quickly. December 5th, I believe, is the last day that they can sort of make their peace. A coalition of more than 400 business groups sent a letter to congressional leaders yesterday saying step up the talks if the shutdown happens it could be a major economic blow just as the holidays are getting underway and it would also impact commuter railroads and amtrak they say that amtrak and computer commuter rail services about seven million travelers a day um they take all over the place so this is something that is coming up quickly uh official cyber monday sales numbers are in and they're still being crunched but the initial projection is about $11.2 billion. And if that pans out, that would be a 5.2% increase over last year. A lot of people were shopping Friday and yesterday. Yes. Friday, we uh, the online estimates for Friday were in the $9 billion range. And then we got another $11 billion, $20 billion spent in just one weekend. That's a that's a I feel lot like you of money. Be buying something yesterday should be selling something. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Get out there and earn. <laughs> Make they it work. Don't think about that, except for the people that are you know making the dough. I never thought of that. Well, I hope you left some gas in the tank because Giving Tuesday is here. Uh, one way that you can help us out is by picking up some diapers to help us with the uh, Lydia House diaper drive is coming up next week. But you can pick some up and keep it in your trunk until then. But uh, Giving Tuesday is an opportunity for people to give back. A lot of nonprofits looking for your donations, whether that's cash or time. That's or local resources. here, too, yep. by the way. ShareOma.org is where you need to go to if you want to get to that list. Can you believe our open, you know? uh, the uh, Open Door Mission and our diaper drive has been doing it for 20 years. It's unbelievable. 20 years of local diaper donations. Gosh. Thank you, everybody. In advance for stepping up. United States is going to be uh, taking on Iran in World Cup action. One o'clock today. It'll be airing on Fox, but this is a must-win situation for Team USA. Don't say Iran. Say Iran. 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 Uh, a reporter kind of kind of got nasty with one of our players yesterday, and the U.S. player handled it great. Handled it with handled all this dignity. Good. Said, "Well, I'm sorry. I said it wrong." Yeah. Um, that Ir- was Iran. <laughs> yeah, Iran. But a big big win for us today. Yeah, one o'clock. USA. We, I mean, we I, need I, it. Iran's got all this turmoil back home, you know, protesters, and there's all these stories that the uh, the players are getting pressure from family members that they have to behave. So, I mean, that's got to be undue pressure on these guys if you're a Iranian soccer player, man. Yeah, they'll take it out on your family. Not uh, not so. so much like you better win. No, it's the it's they got to sing along with the anthem and that kind of stuff. Shake a tail. Imagine Elon- if we did that to U.S. players. That we, I couldn't even imagine. Hey, we're going to torture your Imagine family. if something happened like that in the United States where 
U.S. soccer players are being told their family members are being threatened by torture. If you don't play along. If you don't behave at the World Cup. Wow. That's just I mean, I'm just saying we take for granted how good we've got it. Sure we do. Sure we do. But that game is at 1 o'clock. Twitter is uh, now kind of fighting with Apple. It's sort of interesting. So the new Twitter. uh, Well, I guess Apple has stopped most of their advertising on the social media platform. A lot of people since Elon took over and sort of opened the, you know, the floodgates, um, companies have been pulling back on a lot of their um, ad buys with, you know, I think they're just waiting to see what all happens. But it's also battle personalities. This is Elon Musk versus Tim Cook. Yes, but what's funny is is that Elon Musk is tweeting out, you know, hates, you know, hate free speech in America, censorship and all this stuff. And it's like Twitter on iPhone. <laughs> he's tweeting oh, from funny. an iPhone. So yeah. it's like so funny because he's like Apple this and Apple that. And then you look down and you're like from it from his iPhone. So we'll see. I mean, it's two behemoths that are arguing over, you know, ad buys and whether or not. So then there's like all these rumblings that Apple has threatened to pull Twitter out of their app store, which would okay. be devastating to the social media network. I mean, if if you as an Apple iPhone user could no longer access Twitter via the app on your phone or your iPad, it would definitely It'd crunch the numbers for them. Yeah. Omaha and Lincoln both in the top half of Wallet Hub's ranking of cities best for singles. Omaha ranked 62nd. Lincoln came in 30th. Uh, it was in a list of 182 of the largest cities in the U.S. It doesn't seem like those numbers are great, though. <laughs> and Lincoln's lower because it's a college town, so they probably finger you know lots of single college kids and lots of college bars. and 62nd? But um, you talk to most single women in Omaha, and they say a lot of them don't like they say it's a terrible town to be single because okay. remember Omaha is a clicky town. Yeah, everyone especially knows if someone. you're not from here. Yeah, then it gets mean. Like you move here for work, you went here for you know med school, or you get a nursing job, and you're trying to meet someone. They're like, it's hard to crack. It's like kind of hard to crack the friend circle. I know it's like the popular group in high school. You know, um, but 62 it seems weak. Omaha's best category is economics. I mean, basically, like, bang for your buck and a date in Omaha is good. Usually why we score well on all of Wallet Hub's um, matrixes is... um, Low cost of living. Low cost of living. Yeah. You know, the entertainment choices that we've got maybe not don't rival like the number one best city for singles is Seattle, which I thought was funny because there was a movie in the 90s called Singles that was set in Seattle. What's number two? Madison, Wisconsin, again, another big college town, followed by Denver, Colorado, San Francisco, California, and Portland, Oregon. Uh, Rounding out the top 10, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Austin, Texas, Honolulu, Hawaii, San Diego, California, and Atlanta, Georgia. They're all kind of crunchy towns. Yeah. What's the worst? Warwick, Rhode Island. Okay. (laughs) Which doesn't sound like a terrible place to be. Sounds beautiful. Live. No, yes. but maybe just to be single would be tough. Warwick, Rhode Island, Brownsville, Texas. Brownsville, Texas. Uh-huh. That's Texas A&M. Okay. Which, uh, college town, you would think, but nope, not necessarily well, again, great. It's according to Wallet Hub. It's according to a stack of statistics. <laughs> yeah. Where would we want to live if you were a single person? I would think um, the top places people like to visit. 
I would think Colorado would be great. Um, yeah, it's third, Denver. I mean, on the list of best active. singles. Yeah. yeah. Where do you meet people? Uh, being active, going up in the mountains, going on runs, hikes. Or Things even single people do. Remember, <laughs> you two are married and I've given up. So <laughs> Omaha's a great place to be single when it doesn't matter. Yes, but if that's you still have study. to be if you still have to be hot, <laughs> you gotta be hot, you have to be interesting. That's funny you say that because when I was single, I did a lot of the hiking and all that other stuff. What you still do happened? as a married man. You guys Ow. go on nice, you know, vacation hikes. You no, know, our hikes aren't as difficult as they used to be. Now it's like <laughs> How long is it going to take to get to the to the end of this trail and back and the easiest one? The thing that I laugh about, we never went on hikes, but I remember when we were dating, Peter took me out kayaking, which uh-huh. now that I'm married and I know him, I'm like, wow, he was really shaking the tail. Oh, yeah. And, and what's fascinating is that he Peter probably doesn't never. even know where that came from. I think that's monkey brain. Probably. When we're on the job. Like I, I I went with a on a first date, took a girl to a Nebraska game and I broke into the bowels of the stadium. Oh, I remember this. I don't know where my brain went there. <laughs> I just started pulling handles. I'm like, hey, let's go exploring. Yeah. She's like, and Do you opened, know where you're going? Opened up a side door and the next thing I'm giving us a unofficial tour of Memorial Stadium, then I get us out on the field. I remember and this. we were racing each other after the game when like you weren't supposed to be on the field. So that was kind of fun. And then years later, you're like, who the hell was that guy? <laughs> right? I want to go on a date with him. Yeah. I do. <laughs> like, I honestly? wish he would take me out. I wish he would take me on a tour of Memorial Stadium and running around on the field. God, how exciting was that? Oh we actually God. stayed at a cabin uh, this last summer that uh-huh. had a kayak. Yeah. My husband never touched that kayak. Well, no. Never. I have Not two even of them. Once. Are you kidding me? I bought two. I went out kayaking with the kids. I went out kayaking with my sister. My husband, never. He watched He watched from the patio smoking a cigar, waving. Hello. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm also. <laughs> I would think probably New York City would be the best place to be single. Yeah. It's I mean, tough. If you're it's living so there. It's so expensive. But... You got to get really creative if you don't have any money. Well, be female, for starters. <laughs> Molly right? knows Because about now that. that's yeah. his problem, right? There's the cutest. All you got to do is be hot and be out in social, right? Be willing to, you know, yes. put up with idiots buying you drinks. That's it. There's a really that's cute all. story that was in the New York Times about this guy. It was their uh-huh. wedding deal. He sold an Xbox and a printer to afford their first date, and they just got married. Isn't that sweet? They met in 2013. He didn't have any money to ask her out, so he was like, all right, I'm going to sell this stuff. It's not the printer. It's the women would say, you had me at you sold your Xbox. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. And you. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. Giving Tuesday. Again, the diaper drive is coming up, so just just go pick up some diapers uh, when you get a chance uh, today. That's it. Then we'll drop them off next week. And like we've said many a year, that the diapers will directly impact people that live right here in the community. So... You could buy, you know, a box of those diapers and throw it in our truck. 
and they could go on baby's butts next week. Yes. Yes. And we'll get Candace on, too, and uh, chat with her a little bit about the situations. You know, they're going down there. This year is probably a little bit different due to the economy and everything. Um, so, yeah, these diapers are very, very important. And I'm sorry if we talk about it a lot, but it's a big deal. Well, and how it, affect, yeah. how, how it affects people. Like, I'm just glad when people drop off diapers. But it is powerful sometimes. Like, you know, people will be like, this shouldn't happen. Like, they show up and they're, they're sort of angry that we live in this great country and there's still kids out there with diaper need. Mm-hmm. You know? I, they're like, it's like we're not, we can't solve that problem. We're just trying to right. put these kids in better situations and give mom and dad some relief from a crying baby and a chance um you know because you guys probably don't know but uh a lot of times uh when, when you're in that situation you forego the diapers and, and like candace has said that sometimes the little babies have to you know rewear the diaper or maybe wear it longer which is so heartbreaking yeah like, that you have to like make those choices which is sort of you know what parents are up against even if you are able to get you know assistance for things like food and stuff it doesn't cover um, diaper needs like that so that's one of the things that's an out-of-pocket expense for any parent Um, but this is helping families take that expense and that worry out of the equation so that they can focus on other things like you know I mean kids are a lot of work (laughs) yeah you know, and so any little bit that people can help is 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 and, so meaningful. Kids can go through like like six, eight diapers a day, sometimes ten. Yeah, I wonder how many I went through. I mean, the the ability of how I pound the porcelain these days. <laughs> Your poor mother. What was what were my daily averages? <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I remember babysitting for my nephew, and it was like coming from all angles. It was like on his tummy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. eating chili. <laughs> One of those. And I just never, I had to babysit him for the day. I I never put his jumper back on. Oh, you just left it off. I would do the same thing. But then you got to be careful because they take their diaper off. Oh, You know, babies are so excited to be naked. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. And he was like toddler level. And I remember my sister saying goodbye and saying like, your Uncle Jeffy is going to look after you. And he's like just a little kid like lying in his crib. And I remember he started giggling. (laughs) (laughs) He looked at me. Like, I'm going to put you through the paces, dude. And I swear to God, we must I must change this diaper 10, 12 times. Oh, my gosh. I, I've had to change diapers before. I don't have any children, but I had the same similar deal. And, you know, I have those gag reflexes. And that was just, the, the baby <laughs> would laugh, too, because I'd have to carry, literally put my shirt over my nose or whatever I could yes. do. Wouldn't, oh. wouldn't we be a closer, oh. more beautiful society if we all worked together, like in public spaces, a mom could walk over and hand a baby to a stranger in front yeah. of all of us. Uh-huh. And be like, help me out. And be like, you're up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're up, buddy. Yeah. No, thanks. Your I'm turn. Good. Yeah. How much I empathy know. we would have if we all changed uh, more diapers. My God. The diaper. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many you go through on average. Our buddy Tim uh, has a newborn baby. I, I guess I should ask him. Um Probably eight times, ten times. Yeah, it depends. You know, those those parents that show up at the diaper drive that are turning in their boxes of unused diapers, which we accept. We definitely accept. Yes. They're like grizzled vice cops. They show up, they're so glad, but (laughs) they speak diaperese. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are so many experts in diapers right now. They're called new parents. Yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, okay, so drop off is next week. We just want to, you know, just put in your head, you know, if you're around about diapers or anything like that, got some laying around, count them up, put them in the bag, just hold off for next weekend because that's December when the drop is off. 9th and 10th, Friday, Saturday. And how did we exist without diaper genies? Oh, that's that was a godsend. I mean, diaper genies and disposable diapers. What is, I mean, a dis- what is a diaper genie again? It's something you put the dirty diaper in, right? Yeah, I'm assuming? and it okay. just goes and it have like... You, have you never seen one? No, I haven't. It sounds awful. Twist it away. No, no. it's an it's amazing. amazing invention. You can put the thing in it. It'd be like a kitty litter box that never releases any <laughs> negative scent. Okay. It's like a better kitty litter box. And you can take the diaper, that hot diaper full <sighs> of magma, oh, and boy. you can oh, stick oops. it in the top and it just zip. Bye. It's, it's gone. Oh, really? You empty the diaper genie and can hold. How many can it hold? It uh, can. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, it can hold dozens. I mean, but then it like you get to the and then there's the whole like who's gonna take it out? Who's gonna take out the diaper snake? Oh, what great? Because it comes out in like a, like a little. It's like nuclear reactive <laughs> uranium. <laughs> like I don't know where we dump it. It should be illegal. Diaper genie. All right, we got Molly's minute coming up next, Molly. I think it's so interesting. So J-Lo and uh, Ben Affleck are together, and she's now looking back on when they broke up and how it almost killed her. I saw that interview. It made me sad. I know. All right, we'll get to that next. Thing. You're listening to The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning. So J-Lo was supposed to get married to Ben Affleck. What, how long ago was that? 20 years ago? 20 years. When they dated and they were engaged. And then, you know what? Benifer, it, it just, it blew up. It, the media pressure, all of it. It just went away, and apparently she's doing a new interview. She's uh, back with him. They got married, and love is real. Uh, And she's saying that that first time around when they broke up, it was so painful that she was like, I I seriously, it felt like I was going to die. And it kind of is interesting because she's been opening up more and more. This is Jennifer Lopez about the time between then and now. Mm-hmm. And it sort of makes it, I, I mean, if I were like Mark Anthony or like any of the other people in her life since then, sort of you're like, ouch. Because she's saying it sent her into a spiral for the next 18 years where she just couldn't get it right. She said that it sort of left her wounded and that she was just working, working, working all the time to try to like keep herself busy because she basically is saying she lost the love of her life when she lost. I didn't realize that. That's a lot of pressure though. Like young kids feel. Yeah. You know, they go through a breakup and they're like, that was the one. And that's why you want to shake them and go, no, there's a whole lot of ones. There's a bunch. (laughs) You don't know. it. (laughs) That was the one for now. Exactly. Probably. Then Remember there's the one for later. When you were younger, when you were sure. young, you're like, oh no, that was the one. Yeah, that feeling. Because when she said she thought she, you know, how she felt about, you know, I'd like, again, I didn't realize that, that she had loved Ben Affleck that much. Neither did I. I mean, oh, it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, is this, this is my question party. Is this real or is this this reimagined? What do you um, mean, is it history. Real? Well, I'm saying, like, is this embellished history because it's such a romantic story? Like, is that, was that really how she was feeling in that time? Or is this now through rose-colored, like, that was what was missing this whole time? What year was it? Um, 
2004 when they first ended their engagement. So this so. would have been, you know, this would have been Jenny from the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Used to have a little, now I have a lot. <laughs> yes. That's the mindset. Well, yeah. I just, I mean, I doubt she's embellishing it. I mean, I'm not going back in my past and going, I thought I was going to die, but I do remember the feeling. Well, you're different. Bit. She's one of those, she is a diehard romantic. I mean, Jennifer Lopez is like, she is in love with love. How many times has she been engaged? How many times has this person been, uh, you know, mean. her person? I'm saying we all know those people like, right? Like not everybody is wired the same way. Otherwise we wouldn't be human. So I'm saying, I think she's somebody who loves a good, happy ending and loves a, ro- a romance and the story of it all. And so it's kind of interesting. Like, I think it's great that they rekindled and that they found each other and that it worked out this time. But to discount, like, the time in between, I'm kind of like, well, I don't, I, I don't know about that. You but think the, her exes are just sitting there going, oh. Why didn't well, Mark she Anthony, I don't know if he, you know, he's he's moved on. He's marrying a child bride. So, you know, Skeletor is fine. How do you move on after dating J-Lo? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> That'd be I tough. guess you circle back around like Ben did. I love how they had all these uh, photos for Thanksgiving and stuff like that, and they noticed they weren't wearing rings, so the public instantly was like, oh, they must be done already. Like, They're oh, like, no, life. we were just getting it cleaned and sized <laughs> up, and don't worry about it. Yeah, they're fine. You don't date many, many J-Lo booties. I, I saw her get up from that American Idol judging table, walk yes, across the room. Everybody yes. was like, oh, my God. And those were the women. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> that booty. Look at that jigga. Yep. Mm. Got that booty. She's, a. I mean, yeah, she is an unbelievable talent and is definitely, you know, she's a triple threat, right? She can sing. She can dance. She can act. She's got the full package. And now she's working on her first album in eight years. And then a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, she wants to circle back to these lovely feelings because she had a... An album out in 2002, and she was dating Ben Affleck called This Is Me Then. And it was all like, love. And now it's like the follow-up, This Is Me Now. And it's the happy Hollywood ending everybody loves. Uh, Tyler Perry is teaming up with Amazon Studios. He getting paid a four-picture deal. His last three movies were released by Netflix. So he's jumping streaming ships. Is he doing more Medea's? He did bring back Medea, and I was happy that he did. Okay. I like those movies. I think people do, too. I mean, I haven't seen all of them because there's, like, 16. But when when they're on, like, when I come across it, I will I will stop. It. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Dressing <laughs> up like a lady, Medea. God, he's made tons of money off that, too. All right, 938 Also, our podcast, by the way, we'd like you to check it out. If you miss any portion, anything from it, uh, you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Also, channel941.com and our app, which should be on your phone now. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on channel 941. I'm 
breathing Racing to the moonlight And I'm speeding I'm headed to the stars Ready to go far I'm star walking CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Omaha's number one morning show. It's the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. I guess if you are a tequila drinker, then you are an amazing lover. Oh, really? <laughs> and you laugh. <laughs> I just, I saw this. I was like, oh, this will hit all the spots. Um, really? If you love margaritas... Or even like a good mojito, um, you have a great sex life. They say that people who enjoy like tequila tend to have a lot of success while dating and um, tend to be pretty uh, pretty good in bed. That's that's the did party story. write this story? <laughs> According to what? According to Big Bigpartigus dot com. I mean, are there uh, is there a booze that people drink that makes them a bad lover? I mean, this was basically, it was something fun that they put out. Um, mojito drinkers have the most success when it comes to dating. Happiest with their lives. They're talking about like Bloody Mary drinkers can also hang. Um, but uh, I guess the three most mentioned drinks were beer, margaritas, and wine. So what is a beer drinker? Is he a... They're fun. She? Okay, they're They're a good time. Um, and uh, I guess the fruity sex on the beach... Sippers are also most likely to suggest, you know, getting getting fun, getting cozy. It's just interesting. It was like one of these things where one poll did this with uh, um, Cheap Caribbean, and they were basically breaking down what beach drinks would say about the person and how adventurous you are. I guess Bloody Mary drinkers are pretty adventurous and likely to say yes to everything. Sexually? I don't know, man. And that's the thing. <laughs> Well, Bloody Mary is usually people are drinking it the morning after. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, it's a, it's a hair of the dog drink. Yeah. Getting back at it. Um, I, I, yeah, ice I cold mean, beer drinkers. It doesn't seem like, let's go get frisky. No, you're drinking I'm a day drinking. <laughs> and I'm hungover. I'm hungover <laughs> and having booze for breakfast. <laughs> let's get after it. It's always a good sign, though. That somebody knows how to have a good time. They're willing to get back, you know, get back into action in the morning. They're not, you know, hiding in their room. So what about uh, wine? Is there a, a, a wine 
They didn't break down okay. about All the right. wine, sadly. I think it's just assumed that people are probably great. Okay. <laughs> As great. a wine drinker. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Uh, how to kiss, though. Science says most humans are wired to tilt their head to the right. Everybody's always wondering, like, how to be a good kisser. And uh, so a bunch of researchers, I love how they get grant money for this, but it was over in the UK, so whatever. They examined 48 couples and figured out the fact that leaning your head to the right might be the most naturally comfortable way humans kiss. Well, if we're both coming at each other, it it's the right angle, right? Yeah, it's right. Old, yeah that's weird. both opposite. If we both go right, we're both going to be opposite. Right. Yes. And I... I now that, I, that, you, that you say that, I guess now I never realized that. need to go in and go left, so it's weird. Throw them off, hit each other's noses. <laughs> Matching angles. And then you can tell them, I'm a left angle kisser. <laughs> and I also drink tequila, so I'm awesome in bed. <laughs> Just ask studies find. Right. <laughs> exactly. As heard on radio. Studies find. All right, so people tilt their head to the right. Men who were 15 times as likely to initiate a kiss compared to women usually saw their wife mirror the tilt to their head. So it was kind of like guy goes in and girl's like, all right. When was the last time you went in? So you guys are married. You don't have to do. That used to be our joke in college that you could go. You steal a kiss. Some people right? just re react. Uh -huh. You know, when someone's coming in, God, they just react. Their eyes start to flutter. It's like a rooting mechanism. You know, when you go in? Yeah. It's pressure. you're close talking, you ever get close enough with someone, you're like, should we kiss? Because you're just in the danger, you're just in that zone. You're in the danger Where your zone. brain is like, are we kissing this person? Oh, uh, just just remember. I mean, the all you got to do is turn that head, make your eyes a little fluttery and pucker. Nine times out of ten, that other person is going to go, are, are we kissing? I guess we're doing this. Their face will go under the... <laughs> Stealing the kiss. Try it at your next boardroom meeting. Make out with your boss. <laughs> what? <laughs> Terrible advice. This is awful. Just go in. It's the it's the lean in. You just the worst is the lean in from somebody that you don't want to lean in. That they're reading all the signs wrong, and they do the lean in. Just you're in like, the boardroom. <laughs> you both went and reached for the pens at the same time, but you got close. Are we doing this? Is I this so happening? Want... You and Doug from Accounts Receivable just <laughs> necking in front of everybody. Both have razor burn. Yeah. I got oh. hot. The Steves kissed oh each other in the God. middle of a just that moment. Boring Tuesday morning meeting. Everyone in the boardroom is vomiting. Ooh. Turned on by how hot it was. How it padded. Making noises. Oh, like come moaning, on. Like moaning noises of pleasure. Sick. Molly, Molly and Bounce. Now that's too far. Th that is just too far. <laughs> Never going to happen. That's how you definitely know that I have had a stroke. <laughs> you okay. and Bounce have to keep the species going. Oh. Well, I guess we died out. <laughs> you oh, guys well. stuck on that island. Emily approved and Peter approved. They yes. were like, keep, the, keep, a, keep us alive. They're no longer with us. Now Molly and Bounce. And the nope. thing about being on that island to keep, the, keep everyone alive, you're not allowed to have clothes. So you and Bounce both got to be naked. You're going to have a bunch of you kids. You know how long that would last? Kids with tiny paws. However long <laughs> it would take for me people. to... <laughs> that would last for about as long as it would take me to drown myself in the surf. <laughs> Rude. <laughs>
You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Soccer World Cup action today at 1 o'clock, USA, Iran. 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 I'm learning. Iran. I'm learning. I saw that uh, press conference. Where... Some kind of jerk reporter. It was kind of mean. Yeah, I thought he was a little talking down to him. He was like, you're yeah. saying our country wrong. And then he's like, how can how can you even represent America when America is such a terrible country? Yeah. Like, ouch. And this American <laughs> soccer player was like, okay, well, starters. I'm sorry I said your country's I was happy he uh, said name. that wrong thank yeah. you for correcting me and then he had this like eloquent eloquent <laughs> response and he's like you know in america we we speak freely and we discuss and that's how we learn how to pronounce countries and right he's way. like and by the way go punch hunt <laughs> but you gotta admit that is an american thing that everything is potato potato right we pronounce everything wrong all over all the right. place yes we say it the right way and the wrong way we also have homonyms like mm-hmm. american language is, is kind of a disaster sure it is i mean look at for example adele all right, we mispronounce her name forever. Rihanna, hers, and it just keeps going. But it's also accents, know. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's also like how you would say things in a Southern accent versus, you know, like an English accent and that kind of thing. Like, like crawl- especially with like Adele, like you're like, I, I don't I don't have your accent. I'm not from where you are. So it's going to sure. sound like what I say, you know? Like I say toilet. I don't know That's where that comes wrong. from. That's just wrong. You <laughs> that say, is just... <laughs> you say crawl, and you used to say motorcycle. Well, these, I did for the longest time. Yeah. yeah. So One thing when the, when the World Cup is here in four years, the announcers could be like, <laughs> apparently they say toilet here. <laughs> but the, so- the, uh, the soccer announcers have been making an effort to um, pronounce the different players phonetically and authentically of how it would seem in their home language, which is not in... Oh, I can't believe that. That's difficult. It's task. really hard yeah. to do. Yeah, I almost have to say, have someone say it to you phonetically, and then you're repeating it back, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't even... Like, when you uh, would do hockey games, I would be blown away that you're you're able to remember how to pronounce some of these names well, being uh, from a, different countries. Being a, like, huh? a hockey fan, though, does give you an affinity for that because... Um, NHL is certainly a global sport, and so many of the names are Canadian, which opens it up to French-Canadian. Okay. You know, they have a very French names, which are hard to say, and then you get uh, NHL is full of Russian, Czech, uh, yeah. Swedes, Finns. <laughs> I would be terrible. Slovakians. So through yeah. the years, I like uh, Latvians. You really start to notice the similarities of we all have our own. Yeah. And you can recognize... Latvian names just stick out. It's, it's it's cool. The names, yeah, the names are awesome. Yeah, that just I just that seems just so mind boggling to be able to, you know, pronounce them correctly and not offend, you know, and people get offended, right? Well, I mean, it's I mean, especially Irish. when you're talking about national pride. You know, I mean, yeah. I think I think if if the roles were reversed, an American um, soccer player would correct them, be like, hey, it's pronounced United States. You know, like not Udadas. Not, you're not a stock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever. I mean, you would find a moment to correct someone just like, hey, heads up. Like, it's almost like a way of like, I'm trying to help you out. 
you know, like yeah. you're saying yeah. it wrong. We remember when our leaders would purposely say other leaders' name wrong on purpose, like Saddam. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Bush said that on purpose. Saddam? Because it Saddam, drove him crazy. We called him Saddam Hussein. Yeah. And um, I think we did it with bin Laden as well. Yeah, Bush was good at that, wasn't he? Yeah, whether he meant he was, to or not. I thought he was just speaking Texan. <laughs> so did I. I thought that was just Texan when he'd be like, Sodom. Well, today's match is at uh, 1 o'clock, and I can't wait USA. for this. For the USA. We got we to win, man. Got to be a win. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Christian? Christian Pulisic, who nearly scored. Did you watch the England game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, he put it right off the crossbar. It was so cool. I was so happy on that Friday, on Friday of last week when England and the U.S. played. It was. It was oh, like, my God. It was a good game. It was fast. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of that rolling around. It was obviously there was only one minute of extra time added to the first half and two minutes to the second, which means there were no stoppages. It yeah. Went. It was fantastic. I was so proud of those guys. So, yeah, watch them today. Duck out of work. Come on. Port USA. All right, we're right back. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Channel 94.1 and the Woodhouse Auto Family present our 20th annual diaper drive. Our goal is to collect over 1 million diapers for the Lydia House at the Open Door Mission. December 9th and 10th, we will be at the Linden Market Hy-Vee on 132nd Dodge, filling the Werner Enterprises semis with your donations. Special thanks to Titan Medical, Rocket Car Wash, and Methodist Health Systems for doing their part to help with this year's diaper drive on Channel 94. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Yes. Hey, all right. It's Giving uh, Tuesday today. Shareomaha.org. If you need to uh, figure out where you want to donate your time or a little chatter, uh, if you're out and about thinking about this, uh, just grab some diapers for us. Our drop-off is next week. Starting to get That's cold it. out there, so imagine those uh, families that are escaping a dangerous situation. You know, I mean, it's literally like moms and the kids in the night. Mm-hmm. Candace always talks about how many episodes it takes to even get the to to move, right? Yeah, put up with stuff because you got a roof over your head, and then these gals will get out of there with the kids, and they go down to the open door mission. And sometimes when uh, they're at full capacity, people are sleeping in their cars, yes. and they're heartbreaking yeah. situations. But this this Lydia House, this um, Timberlake Outreach Center, they have built this thing up. It's turning lives around. It's all, it's awesome from the start, from the last twenty years, and what it has become of the Lydia House. They truly do help people, and it's all because of you guys. So as well. yeah, these this this box of diapers is like a cornerstone brick. We're able to raise enough diapers that the idea is the Lydia House doesn't have to go under their pockets for that. They can spend it on all the other stuff that they need to spend it on. Yeah, it's so I mean, cool. It is a huge safety net yeah. for this city, and it provides for these various diaper banks where families working poor can go apply for aid and you get diapers. So, yeah. so it's everybody locally taking care of everybody locally. So, yeah, do what you can today and think about it and grab some diapers and uh, throw it in there, your car, well, your garage, whatever. And, so. and, and uh, don't they always say the bigger diapers are needed? I, all diapers are yes. needed, but, you know, you can put the big diaper on a small baby. So if you're like, I don't know what they need, I mean, get diapers, but if you're, you know, the bigger diapers can go on the smaller babies. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, four, fives, so. and sixes. 
That's what always kind of helpful. Kind of the wheelhouse one, four, five, and six. But we need all sizes. That's right. So all right. go put uh, diapers on a, on a little baby's butt. All right, oh, so today, buddy. 1 o'clock, don't forget USA, USA. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a safe day and do yourself good.